So the store opened at eight o'clock and I set my alarm for 7.30 and I was- Kate, at- <laughs> wait, you actually set your alarm so you could go get discount chocolate. This is Almost Prepared, the podcast that will help you prepare for any situation that life throws at you with Jamie and Victoria. Happy Easter. Get it? Happy. Oh my God. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, did you have a good Easter? I did. I spent Easter with Kyle's family and they decided to have a more Ukrainian style dinner this time around. So we had pierogies, different types of sausage and uh, beans and salad. It was really, really good to experience something new. I've never had a cabbage roll before. Okay. It's... <laughs> Okay. Back it up for a second. (laughs) My grandma makes the best cabbage rolls in the world and it is ground beef Mm -hmm. with rice and then it's wrapped in cabbage and then Mm -hmm. there's tomato sauce over it. And they're huge, like they're big cabbage rolls. And then I went uh, for the first time over to Garrett's family's house for Thanksgiving when we first started dating. Mm -hmm. And like my grandma made cabbage rolls. I'm like, oh my God, sweet. Like I love cabbage rolls. They were the Ukrainian style cabbage rolls and they were so tiny and small and they were like, (laughs) white and i'm like what what is this and he's like, cabbage roll i'm like no it's not i'm like where's like the meat and the rice and the sauce where's the red and- sauce yeah yeah so what did you have did you have the small little ukrainian cabbage rolls i guess we had a combination of both because they were smaller rolls but they were what you described the tomato sauce and the ground beef and the rice so uh, don't come at me, people listening, but those are the best <laughs> ones, okay? <laughs> well, okay, can I just say that calling something a cabbage roll does not sound appetizing in no. the slightest. <laughs> and when I like when I put it on the plate, Kyle's mom is like, yeah, it's cabbage rolls. It's really, really good. And I look at it and I'm like, this just looks <laughs> disgusting. But <laughs> I had one and I did enjoy it. It was pretty good. Did you call your parents and you're like, hey, like family guess what then not only did they have pickles on the wait did they have pickles on the table no there was no pickles this time what i'm actually surprised they didn't have pickles on the table if it was like a traditional ukrainian meal with like the cabbage rolls pierogies Mm -hmm. sour cream was there sauerkraut on the table there was no there was sauerkraut mixed with the pierogies but honestly i think they probably heard our last episode where i was criticizing the pickles and (laughs) no pickles (laughs) this time around (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny you're like you know to self jamie does not like pickles on the table (laughs) i don't mind i just it was an observation we had the traditional turkey stuffing we had pierogies it was so good did you guys have pickles on the table no no pickles were on the table we could have got some if we wanted to. Well, after all this talk about pickles, I figured that it's just going to be like everywhere you go now. <laughs> it's just pickles on the table. <laughs> but you had a good Easter dinner? Yeah, Garrett and I, you know, spent it together. With COVID, you obviously like we couldn't gather with like 
extended family mm-hmm. and friends, which is too bad. I feel bad when I see like I have friends like you in Alberta. My family's in Alberta. I have friends in BC and Ontario. And it's just like constant more lockdowns and reopen again. Just kidding. Back to lockdown. So I have that itch like you do to just be able to do a little bit more and see more people more frequently and have people over for like a game night or wine or something. Something, right? I know I really, really miss, I miss entertaining. I miss entertaining people and having people over and mm-hmm. just chatting and I'm I'm over. Mm-hmm. I'm over being so <laughs> isolated by myself. Well, I am with a carrot. Yeah. I'm a dog. <laughs> so I'm not isolated, isolated, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I got you. You hate your husband. Got it. No, I don't hate my husband. <laughs> Listen, we've made it through over a year of this pandemic. And I feel like if your relationship has lasted this pandemic, like you're good to go. I get a little bit nervous sometimes, Victoria, because we get to ask each other a question that the other person has to answer honestly. And I feel like the more that we get to know each other, the more <laughs> the more personal your questions are going to get. So what do you got today? Okay, Jamie, how do you feel about sharing your password with your partner? Like password for like on the phone or Facebook or? Yeah. Like say your phone went off mm-hmm. and like Kyle, like looked over, are you like, hell yeah, yeah. Can you just check it for me? Or are you like, oh no, no, no. Like pass it to me. I don't have an issue with it actually with Kyle specifically. If it was someone else, it might be different, but with him, I'm okay with him looking at my phone. I don't have anything to hide on my phone, my email, my Facebook. I'm like, if you want to go through my stuff, you might see things you don't like, (laughs) or you might see what I talked about you to someone else. But no, I don't have an issue with that at all. Not with him. When you're in um, a really secure and committed relationship, what do you have to hide? You know? Yeah, that's true. That is a huge red flag. If your partner's phone went off and you're like, oh my God, like you're like hiding it and like won't like show or you won't like give your password or whatever. Mm -hmm. I would never like straight up be like, hey, like what is your password? But like my phone's gone off so many times and I'm like, hey, Garrett, can you just check it? Mm -hmm. And he knows my password and he's just like, do, do, do. Oh yeah, yeah. This person messaged you. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I think it should be in a relationship because if you don't have that trust, well then- what are you even doing in the first place? Right, I agree. Okay, Victoria, what is something relatively simple that you just can't seem to do? I am terrible at chopping vegetables and cutting bread, like something so simple. Like I like struggle so, so much to the point where actually I saw a TikTok video where this guy <laughs> was like, I bought this knife and this like shield guard for my son's hands to like mm-hmm. teach him how to cut things properly. And I sent it to Garrett and I'm like, I need this. Because I'm definitely going to chop my hands off one day. I can't cut vegetables. And I honestly, I blame Garrett because every time I go to do it, Mm -hmm. he's like, can I do it for you? Because it looks like I'm going to chop my whole wrist off. And I'm like, but now I know it's something that like, I just have never done a lot of, and now I'm just terrible at it. I'm trying to think of how you're cutting vegetables that you're possibly going to cut your, like, how are you going to cut your hand off? 
no, my fingers are just like all in like weird places too. Even cutting bread, like one <laughs> slice is like three inches thick. The other one mm-hmm. is one inch thick. One time Garrett was coming home and I'm like, oh, I'm making us sandwiches. And I actually was started cutting the loaf of bread. And I'm like, one person is going to get a sandwich because one <laughs> slice was like so friggin' it would start out so thick and then became so thin. Yeah. That it like br- half of it like burnt in the toaster. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm sorry. So that is definitely <laughs> something that ever. Everyone else seems to be able to master and I just can't like I would prefer to cut vegetables and fruit and bread in my comfort of my own home like if I have to go over to someone's house and I have mm-hmm. to do it there like it's embarrassing <laughs> please correct me if I'm wrong I feel like it's something that because you know that Garrett will just do it for you that you'll be like oh I I don't know if I'm doing this properly and then he'll just come and do it for you because you're like yeah I just don't want to cut it in the first place so it's fine. no this is 100% <laughs> me and like Honestly, Jamie, I had this whole thought process. I was like, I should just wait for Garrett to come home so he Mm -hmm. can cut the bread. And then I'm like, you're a 30 year old woman. Get it together and learn how to fucking cut this bread. Like this is so stupid. And so he doesn't need to come home and be like, ah, I need to cut this bread because my wife can't cut the bread. Like that's Mm -hmm. just that's terrible, right? Like, come on, like grow up when I have a child, which is coming on the way. When am I going to be like, sorry, son or daughter, like we got to wait till your dad comes home. So that he can cut the bread for us. So he can cut the bread and so we can eat like, no, like I got to get it together. I got to practice cutting a loaf of bread. Okay. Well, maybe that's something that you can work on during the rest of your pregnancy. Just make sure that you can cut bread and vegetables together. Fuck. <laughs> Do you and Kyle exchange Easter gifts? Do you do like an Easter egg hunt for him? Anything special? No. Easter's not a holiday like that. It's not a gift-giving holiday. Oh my, yes it is. It's 100% is. If you're under the age of 15, sure. After that, I don't think people give gifts for Easter. Okay, well, Garrett and I gave each other gifts. Well, that's no surprise. You made him like say you're going to be your Valentine like a month and a half in advance. So that's not well, surprising. <laughs> it wasn't like a big gift, but it was more like I got his favorite like chocolates and candies and stuff. And then his mm-hmm. parents gave us a chocolate Easter bunny each. Oh, nice. Which was really sweet. Yeah. Did you get another bag of uh, mini eggs? Okay, so I cut myself off on the mini eggs because like it actually got to be, I spent so much money on mini eggs this year. It was insane. And I'm like, okay, like this is, I'm going to turn into a mini egg. That's how many mini eggs I've ate. You're pregnant. It's okay. There's no shame in anything that you do. It's fine. It's like the baby's only a pound, but I put on like 15. It's it's, right. Baby, it's fine. Also, can I say, you said that Garrett's parents gave you guys the chocolate bunny? Yes. Can I say that's probably like one of the worst chocolates out there for Easter? Okay, but it's Laura Secord chocolate. Ah, okay. So. Cut me up. Good. Right, right. <laughs> I feel like no, no. I totally, I know where you're going with this, but it, when it's Laura Secord or like Lint, mm-hmm. those chocolate Easter bunnies are top notch. When you're eating your chocolate bunny, where do you start? Do you start with the ears, the tail, or the feet? <laughs> the ears, the ears. It's top to bottom. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. What about I- you? <laughs> I had to really think about this because there was a survey found where they were polling people to see if there's a right way to eat a chocolate bunny. Mm. And I literally was thinking about it. I'm like, I start from the back and I eat the tail first and then I work my way up. Oh, interesting. You go butt first. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the butt's the best part, Victoria. <laughs> the butt's the best part. <laughs> the survey was saying that 78% of people say the right way to eat a chocolate bunny is to start with the ears. Mm-hmm. I just feel like that's kind of boring. To me, like you start with the ears first. Like that's like eating a slice of pizza. Like to me, if I started eating like butt first, like that <laughs> would be crust first. <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tail first. Thank you. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty normal to eat it from the back first, but according to the survey, it says 11% of people eat the feet first or the the tail first, and then everyone else just goes for the ears. Do you crush it all in one day or do you like eat it over time? Why would it take more than like 10 minutes to eat a chocolate bunny? <laughs> right. I am literally asking the guy who buys wholesale candy how long it takes him to eat a chocolate Easter bunny. I should have known better that really? it takes him five minutes flat. I'm also that person. Can I quickly tell you the day after Easter, all the chocolate's going to go on sale. So. Oh, of course you're this person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so the store opened at eight o'clock and I set my alarm for 730. And I was okay, <laughs> wait, you actually set your alarm so you could go get discount chocolate. I had to make sure because I had a craving for mini eggs and cream <laughs> eggs. And I know that people are super crazy when it comes to half price Easter chocolate. So I got to the store at 8.03 and there was, I'm not even kidding you. There was a line of people that were ransacking through the chocolate, like getting as much as they could. It was crazy. Crazy, I'm- crazy shocked that there's people like you out there who wake <laughs> up they set their alarm and I am blown away mm-hmm. blown away so what did you end up coming out there with 20 Cadbury cream eggs Reese's Pieces eggs and some Kinder Bueno eggs and chocolate for Kyle and some Smarty stuff and Kit Kat I ended up spending about uh, 25 bucks on oh chocolate. okay that's not bad actually that's a pretty good price if you was everything 50% off yeah it had to happen, Victoria. It's Easter. No, I know. I know. It's just so funny that you set your alarm for this. <laughs> not for work, not for school, but yeah. for chocolate. <laughs> this is Jamie to a D. Jamie, so one thing that I've noticed when I scroll through social media, mostly Instagram, is as soon as the pandemic started, no one was traveling anymore. No one was posting fun photos of their vacation or them on the beach. Like it just stopped completely. And it's weird. Yeah. Everything that you see on social media nowadays is people that are either they're posting throwback photos of them when they were on vacation. Yes. Or it's been a lot of selfies or um, crafts and do-it-yourself projects or a lot of baking. It's just been kind of weird to not see anything travel related. And then when you do see someone go somewhere, you're like, wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Where are you going? (laughs) What are you doing? How are you doing that? There's actually, when I went on my road trip last year, I didn't post any photos because I didn't want people to be like, oh, you were traveling during a pandemic. What are you doing? You weren't being safe. And, you know, I, I think people that may have gone places are probably a little bit weary about people shaming them for not being at home all the time. Oh, for sure. For sure. That backlash, I can 100% see people doing that. Or if they did go somewhere, like they made sure to like use like a throwback Thursday or something like this was not, this was not now. This was like <laughs> yeah. months ago. So it was okay. <laughs> Nothing happened or safe. And I think everyone's missing being able to travel or go places or do something. I am. I am like itching to go somewhere. Aren't Mm. you? 
oh, of course. I want a trip for two to Vegas from my work. And I don't know when I'll be able to go. And I'm thinking of the last time that I went on a plane. It was March of 2020, right before everything shut down. My friends and I flew to Vancouver. And the second we got back was when things shut down. And had I known that that was the last time I was going to be able to go on a plane, I would have gone somewhere a little bit more exciting than Vancouver. (laughs) (laughs) You would have gone to Vegas. I would have gone anywhere and spent so much money and just like had a really good time knowing that for the next year and a bit, I was going to be home all the time. So I go on mat leave in July and I'm really hoping that with the vaccine rollout and stuff like that, we really will be able to start traveling again because Mm -hmm. I want to go places like me and the baby and carrot. Like I want (laughs) to do things and see things like I'm really itching to like go out and travel. Have you been searching on social media and looking for like potential future travel ideas? Yes, of course. I already, I feel like I already have my mat leave like laid out. Like It's already planned. Yeah, it's already planned. <laughs> like we want to do like a big family trip to Mexico mm-hmm. in um, hopefully January of like 2022, maybe okay. possibly, which would be so fun to do. My parents have a place in Florida. I would, I would love to go to Florida, but we all know what's going on oh, in Florida right please, now. It's kind of Please like don't a, go to Florida. <laughs> I know it's kind of, it's kind of crazy down there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would love to travel. What about you? Kyle and I were supposed to go on a trip uh, last year to Europe for his birthday. So we were going to go to uh, Spain, Germany, and Amsterdam and a couple spots. And we were going to go see the Pussycat Dolls perform. The Pussycat yeah. Dolls still perform? They had a reunion. And then it didn't happen, obviously, because of the pandemic. But it was like, he's a big fan. He wanted to go. And that was like his big birthday trip. I would love to go back to Europe. I want to go back to LA, Vegas, just anywhere. I just don't, I just want to go on a plane, Victoria. I just want to be able to do stuff again. I'm just a little over this whole pandemic. I'm sure you are and everyone else is, you know, it's just been like, so much time is going by and I just feel like I'm not doing anything practical. No, I totally hear you. So there's a stat here that says a quarter of people spent 30 minutes a day looking for future travel ideas and dreaming about vacations they can't take. And so throughout the course of a year, that equals 176 hours <laughs> dreaming of a vacation. And I believe it. I've probably gone over that. Like I have fantasized about what it would be like to be on a beach, especially during January and February when it was like minus 40 for a mm-hmm. month. It sucked. I was like, get me on a beach. Yeah, just anywhere. I'm at the point where honestly, I would be excited to just go to Vancouver. And I just know that the way the world is now, things are forever going to be different. So the things that we could have easily done before are never going to be the same again. Do you remember that girl that was on Dr. Phil, Danielle Brigoli? Did you say the, the, the hoes are laughing? Yep. So the audience are a bunch of hoes. Yep. Huh? Catch me outside. How about that? Um, Catch me outside. How about that? Did you ever say that? Because honestly, I said it to a couple people when it first became popular. Oh, I think we all said it at least <laughs> once. And then we're like, hey, what are we doing? I know. It was so terrible and trashy. Um, well, she's like a rapper now. It goes by the name Bad Baby. And she turned 18 last week. And have you heard of the website OnlyFans? 
No, what is OnlyFans? OnlyFans is a website that celebrities or pretty much anyone can create an account and they can share some material for their fans, whether it be X-rated material or it can be pretty much whatever they want. But let's keep it real. It's mostly X-rated material that's on there. So she turned 18 last week and she made an OnlyFans account. And within six hours of joining, she made more than a million dollars. So now she broke the record for the fastest person to reach a million dollars. And what's kind of gross about this to me is <laughs> they were waiting until she was 18 to join. So I'm like, I feel like there's a bunch of creepers and like gross pedophiles who are like, oh yeah, fresh meat. She's 18 now. Now we can look at all of her parts and not feel bad about it. Oh, so creepy. There's so much wrong with this whole story. It just... Eeks, ears me, eeks me out. <laughs> ears me. What's that word? Weirds me out. Weirds me. Out. <laughs> Is oh, that what you're trying to God. say? <laughs> I think it's the pregnancy brain. <laughs> you forget words <laughs> because she. I remember watching her on Doctor Phil, and I'm like, this girl's a hot mess. Yeah. And then the fact that right after Doctor Phil, she got a reality TV show or something like mm-hmm. that, and yep. then a a recording contract, and then she was like all over snapchat and stuff like that i'm like this is what disgusts me about the whole industry is how we can take someone who like honestly does not deserve to be rich and famous and have all this money Mm -hmm. and we give her all this attention so that she makes all this money i don't like it and that's the thing i can't blame her for it because if she's gonna work the system everyone made her famous We're the one, everyone was sharing the memes and repeating the catchphrases and listening to her music and whatnot. I can't get mad at her for cashing in, (laughs) no pun intended, for (laughs) cashing in on the fame and whatnot. Because I'm like, if someone said to me at 17, hey, if you do this, you're going to get like $10 million. I'd be like, cool, I'll do it too. Why not? I wonder what Dr. Phil thinks about all of this. He's probably (laughs) thinking of like, I created her. Like, do I, can I get a piece of this action, you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so crazy how you can make a million dollars in just six hours. Like that to me, it just blows my mind. I saw a couple articles about um, some moms during the pandemic who lost their jobs and they resorted to posting on OnlyFans. There was a mom in the UK who started posting photos of her feet for people to have foot fetishes. She's now making, I think, 4,000 bucks a month by just posting photos of her feet all the time. It's a real thing. Like I had no idea that people were so into feet Mm -hmm. and how people pay so much to see your feet do things, walk around, step in stuff. Like it is weird. It is weird, weird, weird. Okay, well, let me ask you, if someone... If someone offered you 5000 bucks a month to post photos of your feet, it doesn't show your face and it won't even say your name, would you do it? Like just like literally just my feet? Do I need to paint my toenails? You, like yeah, it's you just probably, you got to make them look nice. You got to cut them nails. You got to you got to <laughs> yeah. paint them up and get that uh, get that pedicure. <laughs> but I don't need to step in anything or do anything. It's just a photo of my foot. Just feet? feet photo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, who wouldn't want to make five grand doing that a month? So we're going to subscribe to your OnlyFans right now, Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) Here are my feet. It's just, it's so, it's so interesting to me. Yeah, I got got a message the other day from someone randomly who offered me $1,000 to send them 
my used underwear, like my dirty underwear. A thousand dollars. And you said yes. No. <laughs> Why? That's a lot of money. A thousand dollars. Yeah, but I feel like it's dirty, like literally dirty. But I feel like it's weird because I don't want to set that precedent for myself because they also know what I look like and they know my name and all the stuff. But I'm like, I don't know why you're asking me to, to send you my dirty underwear. Was it a joke? No, it was dead serious. I've actually heard of that though, that people will pay money for underwear, like used underwear and stuff. Mm. There's actually like, I was just scrolling through TikTok the other day and this girl is just like, that's what she was doing was like vacuum sealing her underwear that she Mm -hmm. just wore because she was shipping it out and it was like $300 a pair. That's like a side hustle for her, for sure. I mean, I'm not saying that you should do it, but it's a pandemic, man. Times are tough. You do what you got to do. You get that bread. You get that coin. Okay, before we go, I just want to ask if you do have any more Easter chocolate left in your house. Oh, yeah. We haven't ate the Easter bunnies yet. That's a <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll tackle them tonight. Yours Can- first, though. Can you, I was going to say, can you eat them from the tail first? Just one of them just to experience it? I mean, I'll try, but like, it's just not going to feel right. <laughs> then I'll do it for you. No, you rolled your eyes. That's not going to happen. I already know it. It's fine. Whatever. I'll do it for you and I'll send you a Snapchat of me doing it. Okay, perfect. Will you I'll- pay me money? <laughs> <laughs> Will you pay me money? <laughs> Watching me eat this Easter bunny? No, no, I don't have a fetish for that, unfortunately. <laughs> Damn it. Someone out there will, though, Victoria, and they will. They if will you do, <laughs> let me know. Here's a link to her OnlyFans. You know, you can Venmo, Cash App, anything like that. <laughs> if you want to see a pregnant woman eat an Easter bunny, <laughs> there honestly, there's probably a lot of people who have pregnancy fetishes like that oh too. Oh my god, I could not even imagine. I've actually i've heard of people do having a fetish for pregnant women and mm-hmm. to me i'm just like i don't know why i don't know why <laughs> like it is beautiful it's a beautiful yeah. process and stuff but it's just like i don't know it's just weird to yeah me. it's well, so weird the next time we record if i see you know you know decked out in some like gucci and givenchy and some fancy louis vuitton i'd be like Victoria's on OnlyFans eating <laughs> stuff for some people. <laughs> She's showing off her belly for some coin. <laughs> I would just want a 10% finder's fee and I'll be fine. Thank you. Oh my God. I introduced okay. you to OnlyFans and now you know. <laughs> I feel like Garrett won't want a 10%. He's like, okay, listen, I did 10% of the work here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'll take five then. Don't be okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later. 